Hey everyone, this is Stephen McKee and today I just want to invite you to register for The Nest. The Nest is an online training school for the maturing of the sons and I've been part of The Nest for six years, I think it's six years and it's somewhere that I have grown to absolutely love because it's a place where mature sons grow. It's a place where we grow into maturity and learn what maturity is. It's a place where we learn how to engage in the heavens, how to engage in the courtrooms of heaven, all sorts of amazing subjects, but also it's a place of community. In the past two years, we've started doing more Zoom calls. So we actually do Zoom calls once a week and you would be part of that, where you get to get to know other students and the interaction the community is so much fun but also a place where you can really learn you can really get to know the students get to know the teachers including myself so i really encourage you to go to www.thefoundationnest.com and register if you're looking for a place where it will help you grow the nest is for you Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Liam O'Brien, and here is my thought for today I'd like to share. I've titled this podcast, Humble Yourself. And I want to start by just reviewing and reading some scripture from the New Testament where it uses the word humble or humbled. And just to try and catch the theme of this about uh, humbling ourselves and the active component of of doing so. So starting at Matthew 8, 4, it says, Therefore, whoever humbles himself as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 23, 12, And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. Luke 14, 11, For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Luke 18:14 For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Romans 12:16 Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Philippians 2:8 And being found in the appearance of as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. James 4, 6, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. James four ten. humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. 1 Peter 5, 5 through to 6. Likewise, younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another. Be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Which is a quote from Proverbs 3.34. Verse 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may lift you up in due time. So I've just read through a few scriptures just by doing a basic word search for the word humble or humbles uh, in the, just, just the New Testament. And we've got a few scriptures that have come up there. 
The part that I want to really highlight in this is just notice how many times when we, the word humble is used, it's followed by yourself or himself, the man who humbles he, himself or humble yourself. And I think there's a very important component to that because it does have an active component on our side. It's not something where we just rely on the Lord to humble us. It's implying that we are to humble ourselves. And throughout those scriptures, and and I haven't cherry-picked, I've just done a straight word search from you know, the word humble in the New Testament and and captured most of those, is that there's an active component from our side, which leads us to the question of how do we humble ourselves when the scriptures constantly or consistently telling us to humble ourselves, how do we do that? And I just want to take a quick look at a few common definitions from major dictionaries of the word humble. And one of those is showing you do not think you are as important as other people. Another, not proud or arrogant or modest. Having a feeling of insignificance, inferiority or subservience. Low in rank, importance, status or quality or lowly. To make low or bring low. And I think when we look at those, we could probably understand a certain contextual aspect of those. But when we circle them back to Scripture and looking for the active component of how do we humble ourselves, it seems to be lacking a little bit. And I sort of, when I read those definitions, I struggle to find clear action items. Just from reading those definitions, if I was to say to someone, make yourself low in a practical sense, or, or to use another example, if I was to ask you or ask someone if they were humble, they could say, yeah, I believe I'm humble. Then I could follow that on with a question basis on Scripture where there's an active component on that is, could you describe or could you explain or could you provide examples, say, over the last week that have demonstrated humble humility or actions where you've engaged in being humble by biblical standards. And I think if we just revert back to some of the common definitions that we see around us today or some of the ones that we, you know, the world describes as humility or being humble or being humbled, it doesn't, it's hard to say, yeah, I've done this and that. So then it leans us back to what does Scripture say? You know, if the Scripture's instructing us to humble ourselves as an active component, which is doesn't imply like a one-time, it implies from reading that of humble yourselves and sort of the consistency of that in Scriptures that it's something that we do on a regular basis, not a one-time thing that we do in our walk, in our faith uh, in Christ. So I want to read 1 Peter 5, 5 through to 7 this time. I know I only read through to 6 last time, but I think this is really this 
verse in 1 Peter 5, 7 captures it. And let me read it in context so you can see the flow of where uh, Peter's talking about in this. And it says, verse 5, starting, what, starting again is, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another and clothe yourself with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care or anxiety upon him, for he cares for you. So just as it comes from verse 6, where it's saying, Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Comma, casting all your care, or some translations uh, use anxiety quite commonly, upon him, for he cares for you. So there is, when we put that in context and read the extra verse there on verse 7, it actually provides a very clear instruction of by casting our cares upon him, for he cares for us. And I just looked up in the Greek of what it means, or that word casting, and it means to throw upon or place upon, and it's only used one other time in the New Testament where it refers to the cult uh, that they went and got for Jesus and they threw their coats or they cast their coats upon the cult. Then Jesus sat on that cult, that young, um, that cult. So it's a total, you know, if you take that other context where they've taken their coats off that they may have been wearing or carrying and they've, and they've put it on. They've put it on the cult. They've, it's released from them. It's let go. It's cut. It's it, it's no longer. They're not holding on to that coat anymore. It's it's placed upon that cult, um, that young uh, that young cult. It was being placed upon there. Then, if we look at the second part where it's talking about cast all your care, casting all your care, and looking again at the Greek of where that word is used again in the New Testament, and it's used uh, by Jesus with when referring to the parable of the sower. And for example, in Matthew thirteen twenty two, and he's talking about the seed that's been sowed, and it said, um, "Now he who received this seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world." and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. So what is the same word there that's used for cares in 1 Peter is the same word that Christ has used there for the cares of this world. And again, in Mark 4.19, and it talks about um, the cares of this world. And so that's another explanation of the cares of this world. So it allows us to ask ourselves the question of if we're casting, to humble ourselves by casting all your cares or anxieties upon him, is what are we carrying? We could reverse this and look at it from another angle. Is pride, which is the opposite to humility, as the scripture said, God opposes the proud. 
but gives grace to the humble in Proverbs 3.34. We could reverse this and go, pride is carrying things that we shouldn't carry. And we're not casting upon the Lord our cares. So if we're carrying cares, we are could be said from interpreting or flipping this verse and looking at it from the other aspect is we're walking in pride. However, it's empowering from the other perspective is how we how do we humble ourselves? It's actually very clear and it's actually quite simple and it's not the world's definition. It's by casting our cares, all our cares, all our anxieties upon him. And it's an active component to it. It's not a, you know, our cares of this world continually come up. They change from time to time of the seasons of life we're in. And it's an active component of daily, hourly, whatever that is for you, casting our cares upon him. And in doing so, we are acknowledging his might, his strength, his sovereignty, and our dependence on him as a loving father, as as our as children of him and as we do this in an active sense by acknowledging this dependency and acknowledging him and who he is we we become we walk in hum, we walk in humility and we become humble and it's an active component because it's hard to say, Lord, I depend on you and I and I acknowledge these cares that are in and around my life and I cast them upon you as your word instructs and I give them to you and then go out there and act in a prideful way when you've just acknowledged your dependency, his strength, his might, how he operates in our lives and how we act as children under him. So I just wanted to encourage everyone around this topic of humble ourselves around number one, the active component of it. The scripture really instructs us to humble ourselves and and to be proactive in that. And then secondly, as scripture gives us an instruction in five, in one Peter five verse seven about casting all our cares or our anxieties upon him, for he cares for us, which certainly captures the loving component of it. So I just want to encourage everyone in that, and again, just to flip it around, is what are we carrying? And to ask ourselves the questions, what are we carrying? What have we not cast upon the Lord and let go of and that we're still carrying? And that may be considered as pride, whereas we take that and surrender it and submit it to the Lord and give it to the Lord and say, Lord, I need you in this. I give this to you and I humble myself by giving this to you and this is my way of being obedient to your scriptures and humbling myself. So I just want to encourage you again in this one aspect of your walk in faith, of your walk in life with him, is to remember to humble yourself by casting all your cares upon him. Be blessed.